With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KCAA Loma Linda. Listen on 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, and 106.5 FM. Reboot, welcome to the Sheila Mack Show, reality at its finest. History reminds us those hit hardest often become the change makers. This year, we've all hit crazy economic, social, and emotional rock bottoms. We all get knocked down. Something hits globally, locally, personally. It affects our health, finances, our relationships. We have to recreate a business or career. Each show, Sheila and her special guest will be sharing their reboot stories, guiding you with real solutions to upgrade and up-level emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially. Here on NBC's KCAA Radio. If you're ready to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and bra straps, enjoy a listen. Here's Sheila. Welcome to the Sheila Mack Show, reality at its finest. Here we have real people sharing real stories and actionable steps to help you reinvent, rebuild, and reboot your business and personal life on your terms. I'm your host, Sheila Mack, and today we have special guest, Riley Flynn. Riley is the co-founder and CEO of Loam. Now, he has spent the last 10 years plus as a venture capitalist, and the last five which... um, Gan Ventures, where he still manages his first fund alongside with his founding work in Loam. So um, thousands of early stages of startups every year and only invest in one to 10. He's a father of three, soon to be four. Wife is due in a couple weeks. Congratulations. And he is also a tech geek who confused why the technology in his home wasn't helping him and in many ways was distracting him from being a better husband, dad, and version of himself. So he set out wondering if technology could actually align with and even augment human flourishing, which ultimately led him to start Loam. While the mission is to help families live healthier lives by equipping and inspiring them with thoughtful technology. All right. Welcome to the show, Riley. Thank you so much for having me. All right. And uh, the first question I always ask my guests is uh, based on my new bestselling book, Bootstraps and Brawstraps, the formula to go from rock bottom back into action in any situation. We have had just about every situation hit us over the last two years. 
So do you have any advice or story about a time in your business or personal life where you experienced a tough situation and how you got back on track? This is good. Uh, I think the hardest the, the hardest situations for me uh, are usually relating to interpersonal things, right? So it's usually related to, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of uh, falling out with a co-founder, uh, conflict with a, with a partner. I'm thinking of uh, just even issues uh, with my spouse. And then um, a particular thing that came to mind when you first said it was uh, I was a part of a, a church and the elders wanted to remove the, the leader and uh, it devolved into kind of a lot of name calling and everything. And our, a lot of our personal life was wrapped up in that church. And, uh, and so, and we happened to be close friends with some of the leaders and it was a really unfortunate situation. But I think what we, what we learned through it was relationships are also incredibly resilient. Uh, while pain uh, can, can you, it's hard to forget pain, right? It's, we have a, we have an incredible memory uh, for, for ways people have hurt us or things people have said, but I think there's a grace in showing up. And um, that's a lot of what we try and, model for our kids uh, my wife and i is hey look we're gonna hurt each other we're gonna have issues we're gonna um yeah we're gonna do and say things even we didn't really want to do or say because we were angry or retired and lord knows right now a lot of us are tired uh, and overwhelmed with everything that's going on and but it's how do you continue to come back to the table how do you continue to engage in the conversation and ensure that um, everyone has an opportunity to apologize. Everyone has an op a second chance. And that really feels like an important thing. So even in the way I run my businesses uh, with my co-founder, with my partner on, on the venture fund, um, we build in each week opportunities to share, hey, what's going on? What, what, what was good last week? What would you change? And not just, not just like, transactional stuff, uh, but personal stuff. Hey, I didn't, I actually didn't appreciate during that meeting. This would be a common thing. I didn't appreciate during that meeting how you used I language. <laughs> like mm -hmm. you said, well, I think it's this, or I did the work to do that. And it's like, Hey, I know that I was a part of that too. And so it's an opportunity. It's kind of that pressure release valve that creates a healthy relationship and a healthy dynamic. And so a lot of what we did when we started Loam was we said, how do you incorporate those tactics, those practices into a family? Because I got to be honest, I, we had uh, we had three kids very quickly. Uh, my wife and I, we happen to like each other a lot, I guess. Um, and my wife is also she's an executive um, at, a, at a Fortune 200 company. And so, the you know, our life is hectic. I'm an entrepreneur and, and she's got a lot going on. And so we had a lot to manage all of a sudden. And it was complex uh, because adding humans doesn't, it's not, ex, it's, it's exponential complexity. It's not linear, right? It's not a, each person. So we, we started to try and look for solutions. How can we manage this household? How can we maintain healthy relationships where each member feels known, supported, understood, um, in becoming who they were born to be, uh, who they want to be. And so anyways, long story short, that, that a lot of those pieces kind of dealing with interpersonal conflict trying to make sense of why we hurt each other how we hurt each other and the moments and opportunities we have to heal those and come back to the table is really uh how it is your question but it's also a huge part of the genesis story of of loan oh that's incredible you know and i i find that um 
one of the things is we have expectations sometimes, especially in a relationship, in how we parent, when children come along. And those expectations come from maybe how we were raised or how we don't want to be raised, how we were raised, yeah. depending on the situation. And Absolutely. the other person has a different picture. So yes. the picture and expectation is based on their background and what they're bringing to the table. And when there's two different pictures and you're both like, but this is what I mean. I want this. And it's two different pictures. So that communication is incredibly important, uh, especially, you know, in a new relationship and then bringing in children. It's it's vital to any yeah. situation um, or relationship and business as well. What does it mean to be in a, a business and in a business meeting? And what do we expect? So expectations. And it's really uh, good. Tony Robbins always says, change your expectations for appreciation. So appreciate what the other person brings to the table. But those open conversations are game changers. So uh, yeah. that's that's something I learned. Now, I have six grown children now. I adopted three and three of my own. And so it's a very big family. They're all grown. Um, I have a couple living at home now because the dorms closed uh, in California. And so uh, they're home with me and I love it. I'm loving every second of it. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I get my kids for a little yeah. bit. Of day. But it is, it's a different thing. And I can remember back, we didn't have things like Loam. We didn't have things to help us organize when these children were little. I mean, we were barely getting into like computers and Internet. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, my gosh, are you kidding? I would spend hours trying to get everything. I, I went to all these planning meetings, the Franklin Covey. Remember those? Yes. Yeah. And I did the training. I mean, Hiram Smith trained me. I would I would be the flunky wow. that I kept going back because the deal was if you pay for it and you fail, you can repeat it free. <laughs> <laughs> it was like every time I'd add a kid, I'd be like, okay, I don't, I don't know what to do. I need yeah. to take this class again. So they knew me on a first name basis. And it was the time that I put into scheduling and organizing and figuring things out like that once I did that, like I would spend maybe a weekend and plan the whole summer because then summer, there's no school, this and that. It was like I owned the summer. Yes. Or the school year, whatever it was. But when I didn't do that, oh man, it was a game over. Things just went, you know, because people have the kids, they had basketball, baseball, this practice art, da da da, dance. And Absolutely. so you're running all over. And I was also running five gift stores. So I, <laughs> you had nothing going on. No, nothing. And so I had all that and the employees and meetings like you have. And then I also had at a certain point when the children were, I think, eight to 10 years old, I had elders, grandparents that all ended up getting sick at once. And I got to take care of all of them. And so to, then I had to manage their medical schedules and their schedules and yes. talk to doctors meetings and all that. So it, it was without a schedule or a plan or something to organize, I would never be able to do all that. Well, let me ask you, how, where did you keep track of it? Did you have a system and how did you include the mem other members of your family in it? Um, for me, I actually had, I, I guess I was before my time because I had a couple planners that I put together. So yeah. I'd have like a separate for grandma. And then for the other grandma, Ramona, for grandma Florence, and I had, and I had, you know, my kids all had like um, 
line schedules of each person and this and coordinate. And there were a few times that somebody still, I got distracted at one of the stores having a big party and I forgot to pick children up. Yes. I mean, luckily there's daycare, but it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, I forgot my kids. And so, cause we didn't have alarms and beeping and it was paper. I had that thing glued to me. This huge, I don't know, yes. 20 pound book. Yeah, it must've been. <laughs> I carried around and it was, it did everything I needed though. It yeah. did. It well, did. you probably were able to layer in some of your business, uh, you know, needs and everything in there too. Yeah. Oh, it, it had it had to be because at five stores, I I was running all the time, and oh my gosh, I was I was before my time because I did the um, we had the camcorder that was like twenty five pounds, and you would film, and so I filmed my training. Oh wow! And I trained all my people based on videos. There even, you go. Even the people that cleaned, everything was on the video because I didn't have time to repeat myself. Yeah. Or patience. <laughs> well, you understood. You understood about the you know the importance of scalable systems. Yes. Clearly, yes. You know? And that's yeah. I think that's really hard, and it's really hard to implement in families. I mean, as you know, it's business is a context where you can. If someone's not working out. You can make a change. In a family, you can't. And family, you you don't want to, right? This is something that that is should be durable. And and I think uh, one of the things that we found, my co-founder and I found when we were looking, is there's all these wonderful systems out there now, mm -hmm. um, but but there aren't a lot of the systems that have developed, a lot of the technological, the digital systems that have come out that make it so you don't have to carry around twenty pounds and yeah. have everything at your fingertips. They're all made for a different context than the home. The mm -hmm. home, the home is a very unique context in the sense that things don't necessarily happen in fifteen-minute increments. Uh, <laughs> the the stakeholders don't all, uh, you know, have the same degree of education or familiarity. They don't all come to the table with the same devices or anything like that. And so we started to look, and we started to say, "Gosh, it's really hard to include your children because mm -hmm. in, including your children in that process actually." is really important for their development, right? It, oh, yeah. You can you can have the experience of being on offense, which is what you're talking about, right? You plan the summer out and then you could communicate with your children. Hey, this is what's going to be happening next week or this is a thing we can look forward to and you could communicate that. But it, a lot of times the experience for a kid is you're kind of, it's happening to you. You're more on defense. I don't know what I'm doing today. I don't know what's for dinner. I don't, because right. you didn't get to make those decisions. And so we we've tried really hard to build a platform that would be a system that a whole family could participate in. Mm -hmm. um, and I, and I think it, it doesn't need to be our right? Like we're, we're advocates for people to have that intentional, scalable, rhythmic routine uh, kind of approach to their, their week and their family life. But we we've tried to build a best in class tool so that you could include your kids. So an example is we have an image view. So we have a view where you could toggle between more of an adult view and an image view and the image yeah. view enables even non-readers to engage yeah. with with the schedule and we think that's really important but on the back end it syncs up with all it syncs up with google calendar and all the things you would use in business um and so you can easily move between contexts and have everything you need but we found you know at least in my family things don't happen in 15 minute increments things don't happen you know it's like oh we're gonna go to the park like after it warms up before lunch only if we don't get a call from Uncle Hal or whatever it is, you know, and it's 
it's not like 10, 15 AM for one hour. We're going to this particular park. Cause if it changes, if there's some weird people at that park, maybe we go to a different one. I don't know. Yeah. So. Yes. That, that makes a lot of sense. And I love that, you know, um, the pictures and having your children be able, if they can't even read, I mean, I would print pictures. Gosh. Of their, yes. I was like, yeah. like that. And so they knew how to read because I'd have the words and the pictures and yeah. it actually helped them with their reading skills. I bet. And, and it was like, they knew, they knew what to expect and knowing what to expect in your day. It's like, okay, I know I'm going to have this day off or this day is going to be play and this is going to be work. And when I get my homework done, I get to go do this. Yes. And it's just, it made it so much easier. And it wasn't like it was always easy. It still was difficult. Oh, no. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> it was yeah. always a surprise. Somebody gets hurt, something happens. But it was, it was like that. And I mean, but the hours that I spent to be able yes. to punch it into something automatic and be done, that's incredible. That's certainly our goal. Yeah, no, we're, we're building and augmenting that type of a system. And we've translated into, you know, because a lot of families, even today, if you talk to families, if you survey families and you say, hey, how do you handle this? It, they would say like, well, we have this wall calendar over here. That's how we do meal planning. Wow. And we have this paper calendar or, you know, one of the spouses, one of the adults has some sort of written thing. That's right. And then there's online, there's the school calendar, but that doesn't really sync up with things. So then we have this other thing. It's like the number of systems you have. And then where do you keep your shopping list or where's the like things that the maintenance for the home, all these things. And it, they're all over the place. There still isn't, you know, a central place versus in the enterprise. If you think about some of the development that's happened over the last decade, incredible amount of integration amongst these systems, incredible amount of automation. And so we want to bring kind of those tools to families so that they have the opportunity at their fingertips to take advantage of the technology that already exists, right? These algorithms, these, um, these, this forms of development aren't new. Um, and that was the thing that really kind of bewildered me as a dad who's a tech geek. I was like, I know there's incredibly power. We got Alexa can order me a, you know, a pizza in, in 30 minutes and can get something delivered. I can buy just about anything on the planet. How is it that I can't keep track of where my kids are or what's going on? You know, does that mean I'm a bad dad? Um, I certainly don't want to be. I certainly aspire to more than that. And so that's what kind of got the gears turning. And, you know, the unfortunate thing is a lot of the technology in our home is not helping us be better people. It's mm -hmm. um, it's distracting us. It's harvesting our data, harvesting our intention, attention. Not, and so how do you set the intention ahead of time like you did? I mean, that's an, a, that practice, that habit, right? Um is, is so important of sitting ahead. And that's like, my takeaway is it doesn't matter what system you use. Um, you can use a lot of different systems. Of course, certain systems are going to be more efficient and effective, but are you setting an intention, capturing your aspirations, communicating about expectations in a central place? Are you doing it with all the stakeholders and are you moving forward? And it doesn't matter. Is that the home? Is that your business? It, that's just happens to be best practice. And that's been, it's not new. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And when you think about families and having a rhythm of, of your day, a routine, some rituals placed in that are yours, your families yes. that you create really is helpful. I remember I would have to travel for this gift store. I'd have to go to the, uh, like the trade shows to buy new products. 
Yes. So I'd be gone for a weekend or three or four days, sometimes five days. And every night we had a reading time and we didn't have um, Skype or I don't know, all these Zoom. We didn't have that. We had the phone yes. and it would be reading time. And we would do our reading and we would have a little prayer time and we would have our little and the children would go to bed and, and they tell us, tell me about the day. This is what I did in school. Da, 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 da. And it was like a check in and it helped them continue the routine so that when I came back, it was like I never left. That's in beautiful. Yeah. And it, it just because I didn't want to have to go. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do to, you know. Yes. Uh, yeah. And so and later on, they actually learned about the business because I brought them in. So yeah. they, I had a whole game section for kids and the grandmas would buy all these toys because they'd see my kids learning with the educational toys that they helped me order. So it's That's there's awesome. a way to oops, sorry about my dog. Um no there's a way, <laughs> there's a way for us to um teach our children more through programs like yours um where our children are going to be more prepared. Now how um do you see your clients adjusting to um the pandemic <laughs> and dealing with their schedules when things can be changed in a second, in an instant schools closed yeah. again. And <laughs> how does well, that I, I think the thing we've consistently come back to, so I'll tell you about our, how our clients specifically, but the thing we consistently come back to that I feel like we learn and relearn individually and as a company is the most durable thing are those traditions, are those habits. Yeah. And that's what, that's what connects you through the ups and the downs and, and brings you back. And so we talk a lot about, you know, we have this idea of like a magic week and a, and a magic week is actually not the week where everything goes perfectly. A magic week is where you have, you have those beautiful moments, right? It's just one or two moments throughout the week. And how do you get a magic week? Well, the building blocks are whatever works for you. I mean, that's the simple, I can, I, we offer up things like it's important to have a family meeting. It's important to have at least one meal. It's important to spend time away from screens where you're engaging, you're playing. Uh, it's important to, to have fun and have rhythms of responsibility and rest. You know, we talk about these building blocks, but at the end of the day, it's how do you structure them? And then how do you build a, a, a rhythm and, and a rhythm, a dance, every once in a while you fall out of step and that's okay. You know, but it's it, it helps you maintain even when things change, when when the people around you change. And I think that's that's the thing that we really feel like creates durable families, durable households. And we want to see more families. So specifically, we built we, we had a lot of options. Right. When you start from zero as a technology company, you can build almost anything. Um, but we felt like a really powerful way to structure. Um, family time would be to say, Hey, let's just look one week at a time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really nice. You need the macro planning, but especially in the midst of a pandemic, you just need to sit down ahead of time. Look at just one week, just look at the next seven days and then try and put in some of those big rocks. And so we make it really easy to put in the things that really matter to you, mm -hmm. uh, whether it be through integrations or everything, but then how do you, maybe you may, maybe do not have all the ideas. Maybe you know, hey, we want to have family dinner, but I don't know exactly what we want to eat. Or, hey, we're going to have the moment where we could have a, a conversation time or a game time. Well, we layer an inspiration. We have kind of what we call an inspiration engine. And that surfaces really simple ideas uh, that are meant to be jumping off points for you, not meant to be recipes for success, but it's like conversation topics. What are three things you're grateful for? Uh, who's a neighbor that you think we could spend more time getting to know? 
um, you know, meals, the meal ideas are like tacos and pasta. It's not, it's, it's just, at least our, my experience as a dad is you get to this moment, it could be the end of the work day. It could be the three hours you have on a Saturday and you've set aside the time you're present, you're with your children and you kind of just get paralyzed. You yeah. just go, gosh, I, I was really creative. I'm normally a pretty intelligent person. I, I read a bunch of blogs or I saw a bunch of stuff on Instagram or TikTok or wherever. And I can't think of any of it. And, and we really just have this little nudge and you can either do it ahead of time or you can do it, uh, you can just pull the app up and, and find it. And so I think that's a way that our families are using our platform. Not only is it about those rhythms and routines, but it's about having just little thoughtful moments where you're, you're capturing the intention and giving your attention and presence. And I really think that's the biggest gift, especially today that we can give to our families, to significant others, to anybody in our life is attention because how often are we present but we're not actually giving our intention to someone. And, and that is just so valuable and so important. Very true. Very true. And I think there's something really important that has been missing for those that had to bring work home and yep. that's decompression time. So okay. when you have a plan or a schedule where it's like, okay, now you're going to play in the yard or you're going to watch a, an educational show, or you're going to do homework or reading time that's the parent's time for decompression because without that, it's hard to be present when you're burnt out. And, right. and a lot of times people forget, I need to add that in because, or, you know, you go sit in the car so I don't have to deal with anybody. And give me 20 yeah. minutes to just relax and get off of work mode and into family mode. So if you can schedule that time in, I think it really changes um, the possibility of not being present or maybe um, getting angry or upset over little things because you're just exhausted. Yes. Yeah. That, so, it, yeah. This is so good. So we actually, so we have these in the, in, in the inspiration engine, um, we're actually about to launch a rest category. Nice. Um, and, and one of the things that we felt like is people do need that nudge towards rest. And I actually, I think if you look at the healthiest people, they're people who have boundaries and they understand in order to be present and give you my attention, I actually have to fill my cup too. Mm -hmm. And I have to, I have to receive attention. I have to listen. I have to, I'm, I have to go by myself. And a healthy family is actually one in which every member has the opportunity to do that. And so those rhythms of communication and modeling by the adults of what rhythms of work and rest look like. I mean, I think that's the beautiful thing about your, your story about reading on, on the mm -hmm. phone is it showed that you cared, but yeah. it also showed that you were incredibly dedicated and diligent in your work. My wife and I talk about this all the time because there's all kinds of parent guilt and, and especially for her feeling mom guilt about her, the sacrifices she feels like she has to make to, to be, uh, to operate at the level she's operating at. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's really beautiful that our children are watching this incredibly intelligent woman contribute her gifts to the workplace, to the marketplace in a way that's making a difference, not just in our family's life, but in the lives of many people that she gets in touch and work with every day. And I think that modeling, but then on a Saturday when she needs a moment of downtime, she needs to take a bath or she needs, you know, whatever I need some, you know, I need to just zone out and watch a basketball game or whatever it might be. It's important to have the communication to say, Hey, 
the reason we need to do this is because we had this responsibility. That responsibility uh, drained us in a certain way. Later today, I really want to be present with you. I love you deeply. I'm going to be there to read with you or whatever it is, no matter the cost. But in this moment, let's all have our own individual time. And so it's those cycles where you're just continuing to fold back in and you're communicating and holding with an open hand, those types of things. Um, even with really young kids, I've been absolutely stunned um, to see families both in my own and others even with like three-year-olds having conversations about these types of things it's amazing i love it i love it now um how we're coming to the end of our talking time so how would people get started with your program yeah with loan.com um and then uh can we include in the show notes i have a landing page for your yeah. listeners um so we'll put that in there but just the basic web page is with loan.com and it's really easy to sign up. There's a seven day free trial. You can check it out. That's enough to get one weekend. Um, but I would love to, if you have any questions or, or you'd like to talk about anything, you could just email me directly. My uh, email is Riley at withloam.com, R-E-I-L-L-Y at withloam.com. And it's really important. Our, ultimately, our mission is that every family would flourish and we want to provide technology and helpful practices to help people get there. So you might be a customer now, you might be a customer 10 years from now, you might never be a customer, but we still wanna see your family flourish. That's really important to us. All right, thank you. Thank you again, Riley, for being a guest on the show. And for those tuning in, we'll be back after this message. All right. Thank you so much. If you are just tuning in, this is NBC Sheila Mack show here on KCAA radio, the station that leaves no listener behind. And I wanted to give a special thank you and shout out to the sponsor of this show, and that is www.withloam.com. So if you're ready to see if Loam is right for you and your family, go to www.withloam.com slash Sheila to get your free starter trial today. And that is www.withloam.com loam l-o-m-e dot com slash sheila s-h-e-i-l-a if you are just tuning in this is nbc sheila mack show here on kcaa radio the station that leaves no listener behind i'm your host sheila mack and if you want to get more organized tomorrow we have another special guest and that is kathy burns a certified professional organizer to help us get organized with our business and personal life Stay tuned. Hi, everyone. Are you ready to eliminate the chaos in your business and create a life of more freedom and purpose? If so, join me on The Sheila Mack Show. So we're going to talk about all the systems it takes to do just that. I'm Kathy Burns, board certified professional organizer. My company is organized and energized, and I'm here to help you master your muck. I'll see you there. Lifestyle design. Instead of starting out with a rock-bottom moment and ending with that person's moment of empowerment, we are going to compare the lives of two women. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The life of Anne. Anne was very athletic growing up. As a young adult, she was active and healthy and loved to exercise. She helped rescue animals, volunteering at the local shelter to share her love with those animals. Then she got married and had kids. Anne gave up a lot of her passions and the things that made her happy in order to please everybody else. Her husband is allergic to animal dander, so she couldn't have pets at home, and she gradually stopped going to the shelter, too. She didn't stay as active as she'd been when she was single. She said yes to all her friends, doing anything they asked her to. She cared for a lot of people, but she didn't set boundaries. Anne's days were long and busy, full, but not fulfilling. Anne had a vision of how she wanted her life to look, but she woke up one day and realized that she was living a very different life. Eventually, Anne's health failed. She developed many health issues because she had stopped eating healthy foods, exercising, and taking time to rest her mind. She spent a lot of money on health care instead of spending time staying healthy. When she really needed people to help her, she didn't know how to ask. Some of her friends had more boundaries than Anne, so they said no to her requests, even though in the past she had helped them move or with accounting or babysitting. People weren't willing to give as much as she had, so she was at a loss. And with some of the people in her life who did want to reciprocate, Anne wasn't able to be vulnerable or gracious enough to receive. Anne is at the point of retiring from a job she doesn't love, and she's physically and financially unable to keep up with her friends and family. She sees her friends doing work they're passionate about and talented at, and it affects her self-worth when she compares her life to theirs. She feels stuck, upset, and resentful, and she's angry with herself for letting life slip by. Anne thought she was doing the right things— She was a good student, a good daughter and sibling, the one who didn't need so much attention. She was taught to put everybody else first, and she's done an amazing job of teaching everybody else to treat her like a doormat. She never filled up her own self, and now she has a very painful void in her life. The Life of Barbara Barbara has designed her life and lives it by her design— She has still done things for other people, but she follows her own definition of happiness and success. Interesting things happened in her childhood, but at some point, she decided that she was going to live life on her terms. Barbara made a lot of mistakes. She tried to live her passion three or four different times in different ways. It didn't work out at first, but she was determined, 
At first, she wasn't even sure what that looked like, but she knew it would involve art, dance, and educating children. As it unfolded, she started teaching children to read and created a story time program. Looking back, she laughs about her ups and downs. The determination to live her life and work around her passion and her gifts was considered non-traditional, so she experienced some bumps that made her strong and resilient. Barbara kept solid rituals, routines, and boundaries in place. She eats healthy foods and takes care of herself so she can help other people, too. She made her self-care a priority, knowing that she was modeling that for her children. Barbara and Anne are the same age, but Barbara looks much younger because she's healthier and happier. She wakes up in the morning and is excited to go to work. When Barbara looks back at her life so far, she's at peace. She knows she's done her highest good. No part of her feels that she wasted time on things that didn't align with her values. She lives exactly the life she was supposed to, the life she chooses. And she's excited for whatever comes next. You only get one. Anne has lived her whole life based on what other people wanted, whereas Barbara has lived life for herself and it's still full of love and other people. Which life would you choose? Maybe you choose a little of each. These are extreme examples, so maybe you choose neither. The point is that it's your life, and you get to choose what it looks like. Anne didn't choose to design her own life, but it's not too late. It's not over for her. It doesn't matter what your age is. Until you're not here anymore, you can still make a change. The rest of your life can become the best part of your life. All the decisions you make have an impact on your future, on your whole life. They build upon each other. If you don't decide how you're going to live your life, somebody else is going to decide for you, and most people are happy to do that. They're happy to sell you the wrong house so they can make a commission. They're happy to put you in a job you don't like for less pay so you do all the work. But if you're not happy, it's not a blessing. I'm not a Christian scientist, but Mary Baker Eddy, the founder of Christian Science Movement, said, whatever blesses one, blesses all. If you're not happy, or if you're not living your essence, your truth, your life, it's hard for you to send happiness to other people in your life. But when you are happy and using your talents and gifts, there's no competition. There's no ego. You're just connected to everything and everybody in love, and it's beautiful. Everyone has that beauty in them, in the way they're here and who they are. We're all amazing, talented, beautiful, incredible people in our own right. When we try to shift and fit into a mold of who we believe we're supposed to be, the adult who never plays, who goes to work and takes on debt to buy a house, it kills our souls. Every day we lose sight of who we really are. How can you be happy when the most important parts of you are hidden or quieted because you followed somebody else's rules? How many people have felt like they had to go to school to become a doctor or a lawyer just because their parents wanted them to? And they're miserable. 
If they were living their truth, they would be happy. And that's worth even more than money. That allows them to attract the right peer group and a partner who's aligned with their truth. It may sound obvious, but when you're not living your truth, you're living a lie. When that's the case, you may say that you want something, but it doesn't align with you because it's not real. And you can't fake a life and a lie for long. The real you, the beautiful, amazing essence of you, is going to escape every time. Free your soul. It's time to free your soul. Start by figuring out your temperament, talents, and what you really love. You can refer back to the reboot activity in Chapter 6 to get started. There are surveys and tests you can take, but you have to be honest with your answers, so honest it may even hurt other people's feelings, like the parents who always dreamed of you becoming a doctor while you wanted to be a cruise ship comedian. Doing this will free your soul to go be who you're really supposed to be, and when you are living the life you're supposed to, you're going to help people in your own way. You're going to live your purpose because that's just who you are. When you're fully living, you're able to fully contribute to society. Although you're doing more self-care, although you're just living your truth and your essence on your terms, you're going to serve far more people. Taking care of yourself is not selfish. Finding your truth and designing your life based on that truth and your passion serves a higher purpose and a higher good. It serves humanity far more than doing what you or others believe you're supposed to do. So it's actually the least self-centric thing you could ever do. Sheila's Story When my kids were old enough to go to school and I was making cash flow from renting out the buildings my stores were in, I decided I wanted to be more involved. I wanted to be there with my children. I'd taught the kids at the store. I'd led classes on safety and training. So I decided to get a teaching certificate to teach in private schools, mostly creative, art-centered schools such as Montessori and Waldorf. It was important to me that they were in this environment that featured learning through story, music, art, and their imaginations. I wanted them to learn languages, handwork, gardening, woodwork, and living through the history of different world cultures instead of just reading about them in textbooks. These private schools emphasize feelings and emotions, and the teachers are empowered to modify learning for each child. This unique standard of education was what I wanted for all my kids, and I wanted to be there, too. I had three children of my own and three foster kids. That adds up to a big tuition cost. But as a teacher, my children would get to go to the school where I taught for free or at a reduced rate. As a teacher, I felt like I got paid to have fun. I even started a tutoring program at my house, so I made a huge career shift from owning and operating stores to teaching, but I still showed up as myself. I was still me, using my capabilities and talents, and I was emotionally ready to make that shift. I wanted to have as much time with my children as I could and be involved in their lives. The fact that I was being paid to be near them and able to contribute to other kids 
made teaching a natural fit. I was doing life on my terms. I was still getting income from my investment building. I never felt like I worked for somebody else, even when I did, because I was showing up on purpose with a heart, a vision, and a reason. The bonus came when, because I was a teacher, we all had the entire summer off. We were on the same schedule, so I had the summer off. Christmas vacation, spring break. When I was running the store, I didn't take a vacation for 14 years. Now I had the income and time with my kids so we could go play. We could travel. One summer, we went across the United States visiting all the historical sites. We would read about the Amish and then go see where they lived and learn even more. The culmination of our trip across the country was going to Epcot Center and feeling like we saw the rest of the world. We would study another culture and then go learn about it at Epcot. It wasn't all rides and Mickey Mouse at Disney World. Applying the Boots Formula to Lifestyle Design Using the Boots Formula, you can go from being stuck saying yes to everyone to becoming the woman you want to be. Being. Designing your life starts with the first step. Who are you being? That is going to be different for everybody. And once you've done some assessments to find your temperament, talents, and truth, you can look at how you are different from anybody else. Who are you going to be when you show up now? Who do you need to be to truly be the best version of yourself? How are you going to live your essence and truth? You may have a whole life set up around something that is not true to who you are. Now that you are redesigning your life, whether this is your difficult situation or you're doing so after making it through another rock-bottom situation, the gift is being able to set a new foundation, but that means knowing who you're going to be. Orientation. With this orientation, you need to say, this is where I am, and this is what I want. What do you want your life to look like in a year? What do you want it to look like in five years? Most people overestimate what they can do in one year, but they underestimate what can be done in five years. This is a complete lifestyle redesign. You're not just switching one thing or dealing with one emergency situation. You're reconfiguring every system in your life. Order of operations. The first step in the order of operations is to figure out your first priority. If you could just do one thing today that would make everything else easier and make you feel really happy, what would that be? Giving yourself the time you need to think about and do this one thing will make you feel like you took care of yourself and your whole day will be better. Give yourself those little things, and they might be different each day. They build up, and when you consistently do the first thing you added, you can then add more things, and those build up too. Take it in order of priority. You may need to adjust your relationship or get out of a career that doesn't serve you. That takes time. You're not going to make this choice and then be in the exact life you desire the next day. There are steps in between. 
If you're not good at the steps, you may want to have somebody help you through that. You may be really great at seeing the vision, but you're not sure how to unravel all those pieces. Or you may be able to see little pieces, but you're not quite clear on the vision. You may need to give yourself a little bit more time than you think. If you make a one-year plan and a five-year plan, it may feel like nothing is changing at first. It's subtle. But once you start building, you get to a point where it gets easy. And the fact that you're not waiting to live your life on your terms is so beautiful and freeing and such a wonderful gift to yourself that you won't care if it does take five years to get the whole vision of what you want because you're already living it now. You're not giving that happiness to any other person, situation, or thing. It could be that you're in your career still, and you're going to switch over slowly, but how can you incorporate your true essence, talents, and truth in what you're doing today? Can you volunteer or start a side business so that you're actually having that happiness and fulfillment now instead of waiting for a future perfect moment in time? Thinking. Thinking is your mindset. It's setting your intention, and with that comes gratitude. If you're starting over and rebuilding, but your budget doesn't allow for the fancy house or new car that you want, or if you can't start your desired career tomorrow, how can you adjust your mindset and be grateful for what you do have? How can your way of thinking guide you to enjoy where you are now? Your environment matters. Not just the furniture and the decorations, but the energy that fills it. The energy, positive or negative, comes from the people around you, how the objects you surround yourself with make you feel, and the words and images you expose yourself to on the radio, television, and internet. How are you setting up your home? How are you setting up your environment? If you have stress in your office or home, what can you do to shift away from that negative energy? I went to the nail salon, and the news was blaring on the TV, full of war and death and horrible things. I don't want to be bombarded by that negative energy when I'm trying to relax. I know these things happen. I read the news and keep up with current events. But when I'm trying to rejuvenate and take care of myself, I don't want to see those vivid pictures that leave me feeling drained. I have friends, though, who love the news and can't work without it on. Where can you create a sanctuary in your home? Sometimes just removing the television from your bedroom switches the whole energy. It could be as simple as moving things around to create a sacred space in your house where you can have that thinking time to draw, journal, or write your life vision. You can design an intentional lifestyle that supports your individual rhythms. Once you see it and think it, start acting as if you already have it. You're going to live your best life today in gratitude. You're going to stop waiting to live. As you design your life, you're already in a better mindset. Stepping up. Stepping up is your action step. You are redesigning your life, so you're going to be different. Maybe you recreate your image and go get a haircut, 
color your hair or change the way you dress. Maybe you redecorate your house or office. Maybe you are still working at your old career, but you start doing volunteer work related to your passion. Whatever it is, just show up and do it. No waiting. Start small, but step into that new thing. My friend Ellen rode horses for many years, but stopped after she had children. I can't afford it, she told me. So we looked at how to make it happen. I asked her, where's the closest place you can go? What options do you have? After contacting a stable, Ellen started going to groom the horses once a week, just to connect. Then she was able to trade grooming and cleaning for riding time. Eventually, she started teaching. Opportunities present themselves, but she had to physically be there to find them. She had to step into it. There was a way. There's always a way to step into doing it, even if it's volunteering. If you want to get into shape, go take or teach the classes. Work out with a fitness video on YouTube. If you want to meet new people, go to social events like book clubs or community cleanups. You're not going to meet them at home. If you want to change your image and have people view you differently, mix up your outfits or change something about you as part of your redesign so your appearance is more in alignment with who you want to show up as. Have you ever noticed that when you dress up nicely, you show up differently? You feel better even if the situation is the same. The only thing you changed is how you show up. Be grateful for what you have and step into what you want, even if it's just for today. Tomorrow is going to get a little better, one step at a time. Moment of Empowerment Find the gift in your situation. This is the perfect time to reinvent or redesign your life. A difficult, terrible situation has happened, but now your new life is ready, and there was a gift in your rock bottom. Once you find the gift in a situation, your problems start to dissolve. It's like magic. The silver lining in the cloud is that now you get to redesign your life. Life has its ups and downs. Situations happen that we wish wouldn't, but when they do, we're left with a clean slate. We're starting over. Starting over is such a gift. Yes, we went through hell. You didn't want to go through that stuff. You didn't want to have a serious illness, get divorced, file bankruptcy, or have a loved one die. It was hard, but it served a purpose, and now you get to design your perfect life, your vision, and live on your own terms. Sometimes, in the storm, in chaos, as you start redesigning your life, even if you're still healing or transitioning, you're pulled out of that situation a little faster because you know where you're going. Even if your situation wasn't in your control, you still get the gift of the opportunity to re-examine your life. When you're going through chaos, it's empowering to find the calm in the center of the storm. If you get centered and see where you're going and start to design your life, then you can have more calm even though you still have to finish walking through that storm. Knowing that it's really tough right now, but that shift is never going to happen again, or if it does, 
you're going to be ready gives you hope. Is not one size fits all, just like a pair of boots or a bra. So the formula is designed to help you through any situation. Have you lost your job? Have you lost a loved one? Are you exhausted caring for your parents, for your kids? Well, you can find immediate relief when you read Sheila Mack's new number one bestseller, Bootstraps and Bra Straps. It contains the boots formula to move from rock bottom back into action in any situation, especially right now. If life has knocked you down, pick yourself up with Bootstraps and Bra Straps. Get your copy at www. SheilaMack.com today. This is Sheila Mack. Thank you again for tuning in and I have some homework for you. So go and get your copy of the new bootstraps and bra straps, the formula to go from rock bottom back into action in any situation. It is now on Amazon, Audible, Kindle, and all major bookstores. And get ready to tune in daily as I share the business leader reboot. So that is starting a business, side business, or extra income. I don't care if you're starting from zero, rebooting, starting over completely. We are going to go through the steps over this year slowly together to rebuild, reboot, and reinvent your business and personal life or your career and personal life on your terms. And I will also be sharing about investing, um, investing in properties and how to get some passive income going this year as well. So stay tuned. The Hebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build the red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. A one-pound package of tea is $49.00. 95 plus shipping. To order, please visit lovemysupertea.com. That's love, L-O-V-E, my, M-Y, super, S-U-P-E-R-T-T-E-A.com. So the complete website is lovemysupertea.com or call us at 818-288-4128, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 5 California time. That's lovemysupertea.com at 818-288-4128. If you are just tuning in, this is NBC Sheila Mack Show here on KCAA Radio, the station that leaves no listener behind. I'm your host, Sheila Mack, and I have a special free gift announcement for you. That's right. Get a free introduction to the Boots Formula and meditation by joining our email list for business leaders, busy moms, and rock stars like you. To get your free gift, just go to www.sheilamack.com slash free gift. That's right, sheilamack.com slash free gift for your gift today. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system 
and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. The complete website is TehuboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TehuboTeaClub.com. I'm Rick Smith, host of The Rick Smith Show, inviting you to listen to my show during the noon hour every weekday right here on KCAA. My show is sponsored locally by Teamsters 1932 a strong union with 14,000 members in the IE. Our message is clear. Unions improve the lives of working people. You have a right to form and join a union. So go to Teamsters1932.org and get started now. Tune into KCAA Radio every Wednesday at 4 p.m. for Coffee and Cash Flow with Stephen and Anthony. Stephen Crawford and Anthony Skinner share their expertise of financial markets and offer a unique perspective on retirement security and the impact that Wall Street and Washington have on your retirement income and your overall quality of life. Coffee and Cash Flow looks beyond the propaganda of Wall Street and Washington for a realistic perspective of financial markets and the rules that control the game. Tune in for Coffee and Cash Flow with Stephen and Anthony every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Right here at KCAA Radio, 1050 a.m., 102.3 FM, and 106.5 FM. And online at KCAARadio.com. The stations that leave no listener behind. Hey, y'all, it's Mickey. Join me every Saturday night, 7 p.m., right here on KCAA. We're slipping you a Mickey. A delicious cocktail of music you're not going to hear anywhere else. I promise. Like Funkadelic, LCD Sound System, Elliot Smith, maybe some Otis Taylor, Nina Simone. You never know what you're going to get. So tune in every Saturday night, 7 p.m. Right here, KCAA. We're slipping you a Mickey. There's never been a better time for men to be whoever they want to be. Yet it's never been less clear who men really are. Guys Guy Radio, starring author Robert Manny, is on KCAA every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Whether it's relationships, sex, wellness, or spirituality, join Robert as he... KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Stocks are coming off a mixed day on Wall Street. The Dow was actually in the green yesterday after steep losses, but it was the NASDAQ.